0: Welcome to our sermon podcast here at City of Light Anglican Church. We are a new church in Aurora, Illinois, finding a new day in Jesus. We want to see the light of Jesus rise and shine in our hearts, in our homes, and in our neighborhoods. Thanks for joining us for today's message. In 2015 I had a goal. I wanted to invite as many people to Holy Week that year as I could. And so I made a plan, a strategy for how I could accomplish that goal. It was a really simple strategy. We just create something that would go viral. That doesn't sound too hard, does it? Just make something that goes viral and then lots of people see it and then maybe some people will come to Holy Week. Um, So I know things going viral this last year. That's been a really bad thing. Talking about transmission, um, I'm only going to talk about good types of things being virally transmitted, like this silly story to begin with, and then the Holy Spirit. So those are it's all it's all good transmission this morning. So I had this team of really creative volunteers, and we we had this idea. We made a, a Myers Brig. Uh, Thing you know, all the personality types, and you'll see them for, like, Star Wars. Which Star Wars character are you based on your Myers-Briggs? We did one for, like, patron saints and then how they would go through Holy Week. So just kind of a silly idea. We put it together. We posted it, and a few friends shared it, and then another friend tweeted it, and then they were friends with someone who had, like, a lot of Twitter followers, and then they tweeted it, and then people started putting it on their blogs and and then someone who had a lot of Twitter followers tweeted it. And then the Washington Post called me, and they ran it, and then like 20 million people saw it. So we did it. We went viral. Not too hard. Um, I haven't been able to repeat that since. Um, And then I got a cease and desist call from the lawyers for Myers-Briggs. And they said, you can't use our name on that. So it's now the Holy Week personality type. If you want to check it out, just just Google it. Um, so God has a goal as well. He has a goal for history. And he has a strategy for how he's going to accomplish it. How that's going to be transmitted to all people. Here's his goal. God's goal is that he wants to adopt a family of all peoples. Every culture, every language, every ethnicity, every social or economic class, God has a goal that he wants to invite all people to be adopted into his family. Have you been adopted into the family of God? That's his whole goal for history. And he's a strategy for how he's gonna do that through the power of the Holy Spirit. As we read through Scripture, we see this as a primary theme and goal of the Bible. God tells to Abraham, I'm going to make your family a blessing to all the nations. And that word nation there, it's not primarily like a, a nation today, like a country. It's a people group. It's a group of people. We have lots of different ways that we are grouped as people, don't we? We're grouped as people based on sometimes male and female. We're grouped as people on our ethnic heritage or our cultural heritage. We're grouped as people on Sort of our jobs and and the industry we're in or the wage we earn, the place we come from, the language we speak. There's lots of different groups of people. And God says to Abraham, I want you to be a blessing to every group of people. That's his goal. A passage that's dear to our heart here at City of Light is Isaiah 60. It talks about the light of Jesus rising and shining upon us and all peoples streaming to the light of Jesus. And then we read last week in the book of Acts where Jesus says, I want you to go and make disciples, invite all people to follow me. Make disciples of all nations, all peoples, all groups. And how does he do that in Acts 1? He says, you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem, the city they were in, Judea, the whole area surrounding it, Samaria, the people group next door, a different people group, and to the ends of the earth. And for that to happen, I'll send my Holy Spirit. Jesus is a goal that all peoples and all people would be adopted into the household of God and so he sends his spirit, the strategy to accomplish that goal. You know, one of the things that this year has revealed is just how separate our lives can be from one another depending on the group we're in. We can live in the same city, we can be in the same church, and our lives can be very, very different depending on the groups we're in. And and we don't really experience things the same way as another group might experience things. If you worked in your home during the pandemic, you had one experience with its challenges and its opportunities. If you worked out in public, in your workspace or in a service industry during the pandemic, you had a very different experience with a very different set of challenges and opportunities. If you lost your job or were put on leave during the pandemic, you had a very different set of challenges and opportunities. This is true about all sorts of different groups. And we we tend to move in these cultural circles with people like us, people who we have things in common with people whose algorithms match ours. And I think, you know, one of the reasons there's been so much conflict in the church this year, in our country, there's some negative reasons there's been conflict, we've talked about those, but one of the reasons there's been so much conflict in churches in our country is that they're one of the few places we go where we're with with people of all sorts of different groups. Because that's what the Holy Spirit is doing in the church. He's bringing people from all different groups together to be part of the family of God. That's what church is supposed to be. We're not always good at it, but that's God's goal. Go to Samaria, a different ethnic, different religious, different cultural group. And in order to accomplish the mission of God that every group of people is invited to be adopted into his family, he sends his Holy Spirit. And that's how we build relationships across group divides. We don't have much in common with people in other groups sometimes. But in the church, we have the Holy Spirit in common. Amen? We have the Holy Spirit in common. We are one in Him. The Apostle Paul says in Ephesians, you're one faith, one hope, one baptism, one God who's your Father. If we have the same Father, then that means we're in the same family. We're brothers and sisters. We have the most important thing in common. We have the most all-encompassing thing in common. If God's our Father, then we might come from drastically different groups here on earth, but we have the same Father in heaven. And we have all of these other group identities. And some are, are, are not great and some are wonderful and good, but all of them are secondary to who we are in the family of God. Because He has a goal. And it's to invite you and me and all people, and all people groups into His household so that this is our first group, our first family. Our first identity. He has a goal, he has a strategy, and on Pentecost we see these coming together in a beautiful way. Pentecost happens 50 days after Passover, after Easter. Penta means 50 in Greek. And so the Jewish people had this feast And it started as a feast from when the the Ten Commandments were given on Mount Sinai. The Word of God. People invited into relationship with God. We're going to study Exodus this summer. We're going to study about Mount Sinai. It's God saying, come be my people. Be in relationship with me. And here on Pentecost, he pours out his spirit to make that even more possible. The feast is, uh, in the Jewish culture, it's called the Festival of Weeks or Shavuot. And it also had to do with the gathering in of the first fruits of the wheat harvest. The wheat would be ready for harvest. They'd they'd just get the harvest starting and they'd have a festival to celebrate that. They would always read the Book of Ruth and still do during Shavuot because it's a, a harvesting passage. It's a gathering in of the first fruits but also a all the people would gather together in Jerusalem. It was one of the pilgrim feasts. So they would gather people from all over. And so in Acts chapter 2, it says that there were those who feared God from all nations. Verse 5. Devout people from every nation. And then down a little bit, it says they were proselytes. It's, It's Both Jews and proselytes, verse 11. These are people who had heard that blessing to Abraham, that God was going to bless all peoples, and they had said, okay, I'm in. I'll be part of the family of God, the people of Israel. They were from all over. Look with me on this passage. Props to Rachel for reading all of these archaic names of places and peoples. Parthians, Medes, Elamites are tribal groups from modern-day Iran. Those from Mesopotamia, Mesopotamia, that's modern-day Iraq and Syria. Cappadocia, Pontus, Asia, Phrygia, and Pamphylia, that's modern-day Turkey. Egypt, modern-day Egypt, that one, they, they build, they, you know, they just keep lasting. Uh, Cyrene and, and Libya, this is North Africa. There's Africans here in the day of Pentecost, Rome, the Isle of Crete in the Mediterranean, Arabs, that's the the Arab nation of Saudi Arabia, modern-day Saudi Arabia. You see what's happening? It's the gathering in of the harvest. It's the Holy Spirit coming and bringing all peoples and inviting them to be adopted into the household of God. Because God has a goal. He wants a family of all peoples. And so on Pentecost, he pours out his spirit and brings all peoples in and invites them into the household of God. We see a picture of this incompletion in Revelation 7 when around the throne we'll gather in another feast like Pentecost. With people from every group, every tribe and tongue and nation. That's the goal of God. He will accomplish it. On Pentecost he pours out his spirit to make that, to take that into a next stage. And how does he, how does he build a family of God from all peoples? Look at verse, um, the the first verse we read today, chapter 2 verse 1. When the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place. In our uh, youth group this week, the students said, Who's they? Does anyone else think that? Who's they? Do you think about just the, the 11 disciples? Maybe that's the they. Later in the chapter, Peter preaches. Is it, is it mostly about Peter at this moment? But Peter's going to preach... It's really important that he preaches, he's, he's an apostle, Jesus gave him the leadership of the church. But who is they? Look at chapter one, verse 12 through 14. Sometimes you gotta back up when you're reading your Bible. They return to Jerusalem, and then it lists in ch- verse 13, the 12 disciples. And then in verse 14, together with the women and Mary the mother of Jesus and his brothers. Later on in verse 15 the company of persons was about hundred and twenty. Mary's there, Jesus' mom, Salome, Joanna, Mary, Clopas' wife, many many other women, many many other men, along with the eleven disciples. hundred and twenty in an upper room of a house. About the size of our church. About the altitude of our church. What happens to them? Verse 3 of chapter 2. The Holy Spirit comes and rests on Peter. No. What does it say? Each of them. Verse 4. Peter begins to speak no what does it say all of them the Holy Spirit comes to each of them to all of them and they all go out and preach the good news of Jesus they all go out and tell people that you can believe that Jesus is the Son of God that he died on the cross for our sins That He rose again to new life and ascended to the Father. That we can repent from following our own ways and our own identities. We can repent from our allegiances to our own groups. And we can believe and be baptized and receive the Holy Spirit. And every one of us can have the Holy Spirit come and rest upon us and fill us. So that the message of God's adoption for all peoples can be transmitted through all peoples. In order to build a family for all peoples, God births a church of all peoples and sends them on a mission to all peoples. Hallelujah. You and me, filled with the Holy Spirit, to transmit this invitation of adoption, to everyone. And those 120 do that on the day of Pentecost. And 3,000 people in Jerusalem, in Jerusalem and from all over receive it. And then they go back to all of their nations and do the same thing. and from that little group of 120 each of us has heard the news of our invitation into the household of God and each of us is invited to receive it be filled with the Holy Spirit and be part of God's goal for his family and for this world to adopt a family of every people He sends his Holy Spirit to birth a church of all peoples, to share his gospel with all peoples. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to this podcast from City of Light Anglican Church. We'd love to hear from you. You can find us online at cityoflightanglican.org And now, may the light of Jesus scatter the darkness from before your path.